for us. Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? No question they're the better team. You are out of your mind if you think they even have a chance in this game. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to week eight of Who You Got with Jackson and Jake. I am your host, Jackson Graves, here with my co-host, Jake Fazy, and we have a great show planned for you guys this week. What do you guys think? How do you guys, how do you guys think Jackson did on his first time opening up hey, the show? Give me, give me a like rating. I'm going to give you a solid six. Are you kidding me? I thought that it was bland. I At thought it needed some flavor, maybe like you a little. You told me exactly what to say. I did exactly what you did. <laughs> no, but like it's not about what you say. It's about how you say it. I need some flavor from you. I, I, need some, I put a little some bit of herbs fl- and oh spices. Trevor's growing microgreens down in the basement. I'll give you some microgreens to throw in that. You got it's so kind of a sketchy setup. <laughs> kind of a sketchy setup. But uh yeah, if you guys didn't know already, I'm back home. I'm in St. Louis. I'm in my room. Well, I'm in Alex's room, looking out on a beautiful rainy day. Um what I was talking about is my stepdad, Trevor, is growing microgreens in our basement. If you don't know what microgreens are, you're missing out. They're quite nutritious, apparently. All you gotta do is eat this little bit of the seeds of something, and you get all these nutrients. And there's like a little farm in our basement. So the things you learn on who you got with Jackson and Jake. Yeah. Things you, you learn. guys can grow. If you guys want to hit up Trevor, he knows everything there is to know about microgreens. My mom now refers to him as farmer Trevor. So uh, go ahead and hit him Dang. up. Uh, but besides that, we got week eight action. Week seven was a great week in terms of picks, in terms of fantasy. I mean, it was just a great week. Don't you, don't you feel the same way, Jackson? Jake, that's a low blow. Honestly. <laughs> Such in case you guys blow. want a, a week seven recap, uh, the score from week seven, Jackson correct game six, Jake correct games nine. Jake goes from being down one last week to up two this week, a full swing. And in fantasy, Jackson catches his first L in our league. Jackson is no longer yet undefeated. I'm pretty sure that I, yet I'm pretty sure that I scored the second most points, points week. in the week yeah i think you did but you just happened you know you drew which is also some bs opponent. because you won with like you won with like 60 points or something like that but i caught two dubs last week in fantasy i caught a dub over here on who you got and things are going great but this week um this week is going to be a tough one the two games that we differ on i feel like are kind of coin toss games uh one of them is going to be coin toss bad one of them is going to be coin toss really good um but yeah you want to go ahead? And we also have a special uh, GOAT debate. Normally when people say, well, I guess not GOAT, goat debate. debate. Not GOAT Take debate. No, we're not about MVP no debate. debate. Um, we are going to be discussing this camp on a Facebook post. I posted uh, a link that I saw on Facebook, and it was five quarterbacks, and it said which one of these uh, should be the MVP right now. And Kyler Murray was not on the list, but Tom Brady was. And I was appalled by this. I was appalled. So, mm-hmm. Jackson said that he thought if the season ended today, Tom Brady would have a better chance than Kyler. So, I said, let's say it for the show and let's debate it. So, after we're done talking about the games, we are going to be debating who out of Kyler Murray and Tom Brady. Now, we both probably agree that Russell Wilson right now is the league MVP. However, after last week, it looks rough. But, you know, everyone has a bad game once in a while. Uh, but Jackson, do you want to go ahead and start us off with our games that we agreed on? 
Um, let me let me pull that up real quick. Okay, I'll start off while you're pulling it up. No, I got it right here. Okay, go for it. All right, so our first game is on Sunday between the Jets and Chiefs. We both took the Chiefs. Tough no surprise pick there. there. Very tough. <laughs> um, the next game, Colts and Lions. I was very tempted to go with the Lions. I don't know about you. I, I actually was, was very close. I think I had it, and then I switched it before I finished putting in my picks. Ooh. I know. Don't worry. I'm, I'm not switching back. So we both went with the Colts. Next is the Patriots and Bills. Patriots not looking good. They're, they're looking absolutely terrible these past few weeks. Third in the division. Bills, Bills also not looking the best, scoring only 18 points against the Jets, I believe, last week it yeah. was. Yeah. Our next game, the Raiders and Browns. Um, I, Jackson, I don't know. who do I'm, you actually think is going to win this game? I'm going to hold you to your pick on here with the Browns for this, but who do you actually think is going to win this game? See, I feel like the Raiders can pull it out. I just made a decision with myself that I am no longer picking the Raiders because not because I don't trust them, because I think it's bad luck. And unless... I mean, maybe whenever they play the Jets in a couple weeks, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I can pick the Jets over them, but we'll see. I'm, hey, I'm mostly we'll see gonna how be going with. I'm gonna say that if the opponents, if the Raiders win this week, I'm gonna say that your theory is probably correct, and that you can never pick them again. I know. I it's it's terrible. Um, I don't know if we, I actually said on the last game we did go with the Bills over the Patriots. So if yeah. I didn't get that out there, I want to go with that. Um, next is the Rams and Dolphins. We both have the Rams. Beating the Tua Tagovailoa-led Dolphins this week, his excited. first NFL start. What do you have to say about that? Um, I'm excited. I feel for for Matt Fitzpatrick, but man, he is just such a cool guy, and um, he's played such a cool role on so many different teams. I mean, last year, um, it wasn't was he with Miami last year? He was, yeah. And the year before that, he was with Tampa, I believe. Yeah, Tampa is what I'm thinking about. And he just starts going off out of nowhere. And, it's magic. That's where it started. But I am very excited to see Tua. I think Tua didn't really get a fair shake at the end of his college career because of the injury that he had. And he's coming into the draft. A lot of people have their concerns. So I'm excited to see him come out and prove all the, all the doubters wrong. Nevertheless, we did go with the Rams, who are kind of starting to get Heat on a roll here. They are heating up. As, as much as it pains me to say – the Rams are heating up. <laughs> All right, I'll do one more, Jake. And okay. this one's a, a pretty a pretty easy one. We we both went with the Titans over the Cincinnati Bengals. Even I mean, do Joe we even Burrow. have to explain ourselves? Joe no, Burrow. Joe Burrow's been playing well, but the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals and the Titans, come on, we, we went with the Titans. All right, yeah. Jake. Um, after that, we get ourselves a nice NFC North matchup between the Vikings and the Packers. I think we have a lot of divisional games this week. Uh, we get the like Pats it. and the Bills, a good divisional game. Cowboys, Eagles, uh, 49ers, Seahawks, um, Chargers, a Broncos. Of our, both of our, our uh, games we're debating today are, are yeah. yeah, divisional. Oh, yeah, I guess I got to scroll down a little bit more. Yes. Uh, but anyways, we did both go with the Packers. They are um, last week, I mean, heck of a performance by Devontae uh, Adams. Next game, Chargers-Broncos, battle of two not-so-great teams. So the Chargers starting to show a little bit of light, so we did both go with the Chargers, putting our faith in the Rook. Hey, I think Justin Herbert has overtaken Joe Burrow. He's making and anybody else as Rookie of the Year. There's no way that right now he's not the number one. He's, yeah, he's, he's been making the case for sure. Um, 49ers and Seahawks, another divisional game in the toughest division in the NFL, the NFC West. 
we did both go with the Seahawks, even though they had a, quite a blunder last week. Uh, but the 49ers shouldn't be too tough to beat, which is kind of crazy that we're saying that. And they were the Super Bowl runner-up last year. And now they're last hey, place in the don't division. Sl- don't sleep on the 49ers. Don't sleep on them. We'll see. I think it'll be it'll be close, like a lot of games this week. Uh, next, we got the Saints and the Bears. We did both go uh, with the Saints because the Bears, although they did have some preseason or some some early season hype, those fireworks are definitely starting to die off, and we are seeing the Bears that we know and love. Then we have the Cowboys and the Eagles. And NFC, anytime two NFC East teams play, it is such a fun event. And we did both Can't go with wait. the Eagles because, I mean – Ben DiNucci is just not going to get it done, I don't think. As much as there has been a lot of hype on TikTok around him, um, I don't think he's going to get it done. We did both go with the Eagles. Coming off a big divisional win last week. Um, And then we have finishing out with the Buccaneers and the Giants. Buccaneers are starting to heat up as well, uh, taking control of their division, and we we did both take them against the stumbling Giants. Jake, let's have a quick 15-second mini debate here. I have them down as the Bucks, B-U-C-S. Jake has them down as the B-U-C-C-S. Definitely only one C in Bucks. I don't know. I just felt like there was two Cs necessary. There's two <laughs> no. Cs in the actual word. So, you know, I just, I just threw in the extra well, one. I'm, I'm right, and that's why I wanted to debate it. So, 15-second okay. Okay. debate over. Might I, might I also <laughs> point out, the Chiefs and Jets game, one of the largest spreads in the history of the game uh, right really? now. The Chiefs are favored by 19 and a half points against the Jets I mean it's it's one thing to win by three scores which happens relatively frequently but it's another thing to be favored to, favored, to win yeah. by three scores so um can definitely... you imagine if the Jets <laughs> like I can't yeah. even if the Jets beat the Chiefs I mean I wouldn't be surprised oh I wouldn't be as surprised because the Chiefs love to play to the level of their competition somebody is going to make a ton of money if that happens yeah but without further ado, let's get right into our first game that let's. Jackson and I have to talk about. Falcons and the Panthers. Two, two interesting level teams. Not great. Not horrible. Um, Falcons definitely Panthers, had high. I think the Panthers can finish a little bit more than the Falcons or else they'd be pretty much right on that same yeah. level. Yeah, Falcons had high expectations going in. They got so many puzzle pieces on that team, so many athletes on that team, and just can't finish out games. I mean, even – I mean, last week was the funniest end to a football game I've ever seen when the Falcons lost because they scored. And that's just that's, – that's 2020 in a nutshell. <laughs> um, and the Panthers, a team that's kind of just like on that – hovering on that midline. They're going to they're gonna get lucky in their division this uh, season, I would probably say, because – they have the, the Falcons in there, so they have a chance to, you know, put up something because the Saints haven't done as good as everyone expected them to. The Bucks are kind of hit or miss. Um, but, yeah, you want to go ahead and kick us off? Jake, I'm, I'm inclined to – or I was inclined to pick stats in favor of my, my, my pick, the Falcons, which I've done in recent weeks. I, I find stats to back them up. I just have faith in that. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just feel like they are not going to lose another game. I know exactly what you're you're saying in the right last now. second. I know I exactly how that, you feel. Every week the Falcons come across they can't the do it board, again. and and that's that's exactly what goes through your mind. There's no way they can throw another game because they're just on paper now so good. By the end of the season, they will. I'm yeah. saying another game this week, yeah, at least. I'm taking I mean, it one week at a time. It's it's tough and like. 
kind of like Jackson last week. I don't have anything in front of me, but I went with the Panthers solely because the Falcons can't finish. And I think they're having issues, not just in the team. It's, I mean, they're dealing with injuries. Julio Jones, although was back, is restricted. Um, you could see him limping on occasion because of his hamstring. He's not 100% Julio Jones. But Calvin Ridley has definitely stepped up this season. Um, Hayden Hurst, their acquisition, stepped up this season. I just don't have faith in the team to finish. I don't have faith in, in them to, to win the game. I think that Teddy Bridgewater still has a chip on his shoulder uh, from last season from coming in as a replacement going 5-0 and like no one expected, and now he's got the chance to lead a team. Um, I don't know. I just, I just think that the Falcons, they're not there, and I struggle to have confidence enough to pick them to win a game. I mean, I don't know. They've been better since they got rid of Dan Quinn. I think yeah. they've been better. Yeah. They've only, they've only lost one game in the last couple minutes, I think, since that happened. That's pretty good for them. I listened to – did you listen to the mic'd up in the huddle before that last play uh, of the last game? So Matt Ryan comes into the huddle and tells them, don't score. That's the first thing he says, don't score. Get the first down, get down. Do not score. What do they do? Touchdown. Well, also, I think that the Lions did a really good job, like, faking it. Putting the pressure, but really. then letting off. Yeah, they, they made it seem like they were going to tackle him, and then whenever they pulled off, he kind of just, like, lost it. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I went with the Falcons. Underdogs in this game, they don't have many stats in favor of them. They do average more points, but they allow more points per game. The game's in Carolina. Not that that's a big factor this year, year, but Panthers favored. I don't know. I just just think the Falcons are going to pull it out. I just just think they're going to. We shall definitely see. That'll be a, a close one no matter who wins. Now, moving on, not wasting any time. Moving on to the next game, a mm-hmm. game that will probably be the best game we see this week. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Um, an AFC North rivalry, which the AFC North rivalries go pretty hard. Um, yes, they do. Steelers and Ravens. The undefeated Steelers going up against the 5-1 and because they had a bye week? 5-1. Five 5-1 and one. Five and one Ravens. Ravens coming off of a bye week, which ultimately is the reason why I did end up going with them. I think that they... The Steelers are coming off of a close, close win. A win by a missed field goal, which happens more often than you would expect these days. But I think that the, the Ravens have had enough time to gather, to study. Um, last week, you talked about the fact that the Steelers were missing Devin Bush, which would hurt them. But then their uh, replacement, I don't know the guy's name because he just came in, comes up and makes a goal line stop uh, last week to save part of the game. So that's not necessarily a, a, a weak point that I'm going to exploit. I just think that Lamar is hungry. After losing to the Chiefs, I think that he has been playing extremely well, and I think that he's kind of flying under the radar, which is maybe what he wants. Uh, I did see a, a post the other day that compared his 2020 start to his 2019 start. He's actually starting off the season better this year than he did in his MVP season last year. So what, what are you going to tell me about the Steelers? I honestly don't know why the Steelers are underdogs in this game. I don't. Because, okay, if you really think about this, the Ravens, as, as much as or as good as Lamar looked last year passing the ball, they are not passing the ball at all. Mm-hmm. Guess what like place in the league they are um, in terms of passing yards per game. 
I'm going to go with 17. 31st. Oh, that's pretty bad. Guess who's behind them? The uh, Jets. <laughs> you don't even need to. I'm not going to give you the guess because they aren't worthy of a guess. 31st, only, uh, only ahead of the Jets in terms of passing yards per game. And then you're like, okay, well, maybe they just, they just don't. I don't know. You could come up with something. They have the lowest pass play percentage in the league. The lowest. Not a single person lower. So they obviously, with all that. Are not having faith in, in Lamar. That and they rely solely on the run. And guess what the Steelers are? One of, if not the best run defenses in the league. I actually think that the, the Ravens don't rely solely on the run. I think the Ravens rely solely on the defense. Yeah. I mean, At their offense point. isn't doing much. Which is kind of uh, unusual from the Ravens' offense that we saw last year. But I think that Mark Andrews is playing a, be- a bigger role this year than he ever has before. Um, Lamar likes him. I know he doesn't. I know he likes him more than he likes Marquise Brown this year because Marquise Brown's on my fantasy team and he hasn't been performing <laughs> for crap. Um, so I think if Lamar can use his targets, I think if he can use his options, I know that he's going to come into this game with a different mindset. Like I said, AFC North uh, matchup. Um, is going to be tough. He's going to come to this game with a different mindset than he's coming to any game besides the Chiefs. Um, and he knows, he knows how bad he looked after the Chiefs game. He doesn't want to see that happen again. I don't think he's going to let it happen again, and I think they're going to cap off well, a W and end the undefeateds at week eight. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the Steelers are probably one of the closest teams to the Chiefs in terms of like having dynamic players and like – just a dynamic offense because they have multiple people that can run the ball well. And then, I mean, their wide receiver core, probably one of the best in the league. They've got so many stars in that, in that. um, But now one thing that that we're seeing a lot of that, I feel like the Ravens will definitely hop on with as well. Ever since Chase Claypool's breakout, he is getting doubled. He's getting hard pressure. And even if they do that, they've got like, they've got Juju, well, got that's what Ben's going to have to do. Ben's going to have to not throw three interceptions Ebron. like he did last week. Ben's going to have to not make right. stupid errors like he likes to do. Okay, but but you can't say that without saying the same thing for for Lamar, who struggled against a good a good team in the the Chiefs, who are similar to the Steelers. Their defense isn't as good as the Steelers, at least ex, especially in the um in the run department. I don't know. I just. Lamar looked terrible against the Chiefs. And I don't think he's going to look as bad, but I don't think he's going to look much better. Okay, I don't want to mean I don't mean to interrupt this um this segment. I don't know if you've heard about this yet, but I just got an alert on my phone that the White Sox just hired Tony Larusa. Oh yeah, I did hear about that earlier. Wow, look at the old man getting back into it. Love to see it. Good for him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, also going to be a tight game, uh, this week with the Steelers and the Ravens, Jackson taking the Steelers. I'm taking the Ravens. That'll be a close one. I think that one will be relatively low scoring. That's going to be a battle of the defenses, um, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but if it's okay with you, I think it's time to move on to our MVP debate. Yeah. Jake told me before this, that he only has notes on that because I hate when people sleep on Kyler Murray. I'm not sleeping on Kyler Murray. I'm saying he doesn't have Jake. You guys are in hibernation the, right now on Kyler Murray. No, I'm being the sensible one and saying that Brady has a much better chance of winning MVP, at least at this point in the season, than Kyler. There's right. no way. 
You want some numbers that might surprise you? Jake, I don't – okay, give me the numbers, but I don't care about the numbers. Just give me them. Get them what does MVP stand for? Most valuable player, Jake. Player, keyword, most valuable player. It's not MVQB, it's MVP. Most what valuable player. What does that have to do with two different P- QBs because that we're talking about? Because everyone – the reason that you're saying that Tom Brady is better is because Tom Brady's passing stats – are a little bit better. A little bit. Nope. That's actually not why. Why are you saying it, Tom? No, I want to hear your stats so you can get them out of the way because I don't want to talk about stats. Completion percentage. Kyler Murray, 66.8. Tom Brady, 65.7. Yards per attempt, 7.3 for Kyler Murray, 7.1 for Tom Brady. Total attempts, this will come into play later, but uh, Kyler Murray has a few less, 253 to 268. Not much of a difference. Interceptions. Kyler has thrown three more, seven to four. And passer rating, Tom Brady is leading that also with a 102.7 to an 89.4. But like I said, Tom Brady's a better passer. Tom Brady's been in this league for how many years now? Like almost 20, 20 years now? He's got the wisdom to pass the ball a little bit better than Kyler does. But we go to rushing. Now I know you're going to say, oh, why are you going to talk about Tom Brady's rushing? Tom Brady doesn't run the ball. No, I know. Most valuable player, all-around player. Kyler Murray, 6.7 yards per rush on 65 rushes. Tom Brady, 0.4 yards per rush on 16 rushes. Now let's go to totals. Kyler Murray has more touchdowns than Tom Brady this season, 21 to 20. Total touchdowns because Tom Brady does have two rushing touchdowns. On a total of – he has seven rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns this season. Kind of a crazy stat. Um, total yards, Kyler Murray, 2,284. Tom Brady, 1,917. And turnovers, Kyler Murray only has two more, which with you put into account the amount that Tom Brady or that uh, Kyler Murray runs the ball, puts him in danger for fumbling. That's not too bad of a, of, a, of a margin for me. Tell me why, after hearing all of that, you still think that Tom Brady today would get the award over Kyler. You, it's not just based on stats, and you have to understand that. It's not just based on stats, and also, Kyler is not – okay, he is a good player, but the reason why he is – like you would put him at an even level with Brady in the MVP race is because he, he takes that, um, that missing part of his passing game and brings in the rush game. Exactly. So if, if anything, they're even. No, but Brady's not doing that. But the problem is the MVP is voted on by the press, Jake. It's not by okay, coaches. Okay, if we're going to take into account the fact that it's going to be biased towards Brady because of his – I'm Jake, not saying that. He went to a new team. You look at what his previous team – there's so many things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name probably like four things. You take into account what the Patriots are doing this year without him and what he's doing without Bill Belichick. You take into account how um, the, the Bucks started out the year terrible at um, – penalties and they have been previously and look at them the last few weeks he brady yelled at people and they don't get penalties anymore and then you take look at how bad tampa's defense has been in past years tom brady comes in and magically they're one of the best in the league yeah they didn't make they didn't make many big acquisitions on the defensive side look at the weapons that tom brady has around him any quarterback could be good with that that doesn't matter he Why do they have weapons Mike that are coming Evans. in? Because he, has, he is there. Exactly. He brings in a trail with him. Kyler doesn't do that. Right. 
He just okay. First of all, he just got DeAndre Hopkins the best. That's not because Kyler Murray was on the Cardinals. So I know, but I'm saying that's a a reason. The story that the okay, the MVP is partially about the story around that person. You don't see the press talking about how Kyler Murray's having a having a great year, even if he is. Exactly. You see, I'm not okay, Jake. I'm not saying who I think deserves it, which. I don't even know who because I don't have an opinion on that right now. It's too early in the season. It's I'm ben saying DiNucci. who would win. Okay. I'm saying who would win if it was picked right now. And the press is drooling over Brady's entire season, the entire story around him. It's the same story from his whole look at look at look at what he's got. Tom Brady's with the with the with the Bucks. Oh, here comes Leonard Fournette. Oh. Rob Gronkowski comes out of retirement. I mean, he's got – That's this. not my problem. I'm just saying the story and the press and all of it, there's a reason why if you look at any any MVP rankings right now, Brady is by far ahead of Kyler Murray. Because, because people are riding on the – yeah, they're riding on Brady. For a reason, yeah, because he's not, and he's not even worth it. He's not even good. He's not, he's even, not even worth it. Did you see him play that against the Raiders last he week? He had a five that touchdown game, game. He had a five touchdown game. He was, was throwing like, off. Oh, Brady's back. Okay, I don't we'll know. see how I it just, ends. I'm, I'm being he's the getting, sensible one. He's going to get lucky this season because his division <laughs> decided to crap lucky. the bed. And Kyler is balling out, and he is undefeated in the NFC West this season. The toughest division in the NFL. He's undefeated in it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Hey, we're not talking about who we think is going to win or we, who we think deserves to win. We're talking about who we think would win. And Brady would win if you look at any rankings. So, therefore, I am correct, and I'm sorry. Okay. Even if Kyler deserves it. Okay, okay, okay. He could he could turn it around. He could he could win it. Who knows? On a separate note, Jackson yes. and I please are playing each other in fantasy this week. Jake, I have one note for this. I wrote fantasy and then my little my little uh bullet point. It says I'm so gonna you're win. Projected oh that's no, it says I'm gonna win. And that's all I've, that's all I've got. Okay. I don't have any notes. I'm just looking at my team right now, looking uh I'm currently in a Attempting to make a trade that's not hasn't gone through yet. Um, I'm talking with with Hunter trying to figure that out. It's going to be a big trade though. Some big names going to fly around if it goes through. Okay. Um, I offered him Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, because Zeke's been terrible this year. In exchange, but but Hunter's been terrible this year. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. in exchange for Derrick Henry. Just straight up. Zeke for Derek, straight up. Are you serious? If he takes that. You, have you seen some of the trades that have been going through our league, though? Yeah. Half the people in this league, I don't understand. That's why I did it, because I figured, I was like, well, if he's going to do that, there's no way he's going to turn down Ezekiel Elliott. I might go in that group chat and be like, hey, Hunter, he's trying to take advantage of you. Don't <laughs> shut, shut up. Because uh, that's, I mean, that's just, that's tampering. That's, That's what they've been is. doing all season, though. Did you just see what he said last week? He said, well, I'm already losing, so might as well help out the top dog. Like, bro, that's not the strategy. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, hey, no one's helping out me. I'm still the top dog, baby. Okay. So, Jackson and I play each other in fantasy. I'm going to go ahead and read off my lineup as is. Please. 
right now. At quarterback, the old, old man, spaghetti <laughs> arms himself, Drew Brees. Fantasy this year, quite a letdown, not going to lie. Uh, I've tried to figure out another situation to try to maybe put somebody better um, in that spot. I have Jared Goff, who's also kind of hit or miss with fantasy, so I'm keeping Drew Brees. Running back, the young buck, Jonathan Taylor from Indianapolis. I think he's going to have a standout game this week against Detroit. Other running back, Ezekiel Elliott, playing Philadelphia. So not a top-ranking defense. Um, Maybe since they have Ben DiNucci playing quarterback, they will give him 48 attempts to run the ball. And you need to chill on this dude, Ben. I never even heard of him until you just said his name 20 minutes ago. Hopefully, on 48 to 75 attempts rushing, he can get at least 100 yards. Next up at wide receiver, I have Julio Jones, who, like I just said earlier, dealing with a hamstring, not 100% Julio, but any Julio is Julio nonetheless. Sure. Um, next up, Stephon Diggs. A lot of people question this pick this year. This is one of my – one of my most proud drafts this year is taking Stefan Diggs when I did because he has been phenomenal. At tight end, a hit or miss guy in a very big game, George Kittle. In terms of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Inconsistent production, George Kittle is up there with the best of them in turn in the tight end department. <laughs> but when he's good, he's good. Uh, next up, I talked about him earlier at my flex. I currently have Marquise Brown. Um, another reason why I picked uh, the Ravens, because I tend to pick teams to win that I have on my fancy team so I can root for them extra hard. Um, <laughs> but then I have the Steelers defense, so I hope it's a low-scoring game. <laughs> uh, and my kicker, the man, the myth, the legend that uh, blew the game last week, Steven Goskowski. Yeah, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. So, what do you got? Why are you going to beat me, Jackson? Go ahead and tell him. Do you want me to just read my lineup like you just did? Yeah, go ahead. Sure, I'll do that. Okay. Straight up. All right, so right now, this week, I have Justin Herbert at QB playing over the the um, Jake's MVP pick, Kyler Murray, because he's on a bye this week. So, I got Justin Lucky. Herbert in there, probably the best backup fantasy quarterback out there. I would say so. been balling out. It was a great pickup by me. I'm very proud. Except for all those people that picked Patrick Mahomes number one overall and probably got a pretty good uh, backup quarterback later in the, in the mm-hmm. draft. But that's a bad decision. No, I, p- I picked him up like mid-season, though. That's what I'm saying. Here, here on, the who you got, or on uh, Who You Got with Jake and Jackson, we extremely um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Is condone mean that we – I don't know what we, you're saying. Is, the, is condone the word that means like we don't advocate for? Or just say don't condone. Okay, we do not condone selecting a quarterback yeah, that, in the first round. That is the no, – no. it ruins fantasy for everyone. Don't do it. Don't be that guy. All right, go ahead. Um, thanks for – thank you for that. That was great. You're welcome. That really got me fired up. <laughs> As you can tell with my soft, calm voice. Um, so next, happy. I have Dalvin Cook, who, whenever he's healthy, is a good fantasy option. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I mean, he's questionable right now. I'm pretty sure he's supposed to play, but we'll see about that one. We'll see. Todd Gurley, a midseason pickup. I traded uh, Josh Jacobs for him and Amari Cooper. I don't know. I mean, I feel like 
that trade could go either way. Josh Jacobs hasn't really done much the past couple of weeks, I feel like, with one exception. Todd Gurley has done pretty well the past couple of weeks with one exception as well. I don't know. He'll have a good week this week on Thursday Night Football. In my wide receiver spot, I have – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one of my wide receivers is on the bench too. Actually, two of them because I got four good wide receivers. I feel like I've got DJ Moore who's balled out the past couple of weeks, so I'm putting him, I'm put him, putting him in the starting lineup. Okay. I got Keenan okay. Allen who's a beast. And then on my bench right now, I have Amari Cooper and Robert Woods who are pretty consistently good. I'm happy with my wide receivers. Robert I Woods like, complete is- star. Robert Woods but, is the reason that I traded Cooper Cup, actually. Oh, interesting. Because Robert Woods gets heavily favored over Cooper Cup, so I gave him away. Interesting. Uh, I think that was in a different league, though. Oh no, that was in this league. I got no, Kenny Drake, who you know I've been I've been happy eh. with. Um, my tight end Darren Waller, he's very consistent, unlike George Kittle. <laughs> what did he get last <laughs> I, week? Didn't he get like four points last week? Who Darren Waller? Yeah, let me check. Um, let's see here he had 11 points oh all right respectable he's he's pretty pretty consistent uh let's see here i picked up leonard fournette this week i was very surprised that he was on the waivers i picked him up and i put him in because my um who would i oh my my third uh running back right now is antonio gibson on a bye my fourth was Devontae freeman who screwed me over last week if it wasn't for him I would have won, and that is really annoying, but you think he's so? still questionable. You lost by, like, what, 20? No, I did not. I lost by, like, six, I'm pretty sure. Oh. <laughs> and he got .8 points. you got to be kidding me, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So I put Leonard Fournette in there. I got the Rams defense who balled out last week trying to make a quick comeback. Pick six would have won it for me, but it is what it is. And then the GOAT, Jake. You know who it is. Yeah. Young Ho Koo. Yes. The – Best kicker in the league. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we'll I'm see. just gonna win. So it, it'll be a close one. I am I projected. Um, I am projected to win. Jackson is projected to win, but um, he was probably projected to win last week too. Actually, no. I was projected to get smacked last week, and really, I almost pulled it out. And it's really annoying that I didn't. Jake, uh, myself, currently five and two. Jackson currently six and one. Gateway Glizzies versus Call Me Zaddy. It's going to be a tough, a close matchup, just like a lot of things this week. Um, but let's see that we have the potential. Oh, I don't have the spreadsheet up anymore. Uh, we differ on two games, so Jackson could either tie it or I could go up by four games Woo. this week. Yeah, I didn't really have many choices to take this week because Jake didn't pick a single underdog. He literally went with the safe picks. Because no you fun. know what? You know what I remembered you saying last week. Whenever what? we were, whenever we were on Facetime, whenever the Cardinals uh, pulled off the greatest win in the history of wins, um, mm-hmm. you said that you're going to start getting ballsy. You said you're going to start taking some some. some I did. I took picks. some underdogs this week. So, but that's you why, didn't do That's any... why I went safe. Whatever. I didn't take any risks. So, no, right. I think you're already. I think you're scared. I think that's what it is. I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling. I hey hey, look at me, look at me. Do I look nervous? I'm looking at you. Do I look nervous? Honestly, yes. <laughs> no, I'm not nervous. Oh. Um, oh, I thought that was a trick question. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead and follow Jackson um, on Instagram at Jackson Graves underscore. Is that correct? That's correct. Jake. You can see all phenomenal of the stuff. job. 
that he posts uh, on his Instagram story. He doesn't really post much on the gram itself, but he's all up on that Instagram story posting you Raiders updates. Uh, Cardinals updates. Yesterday, the Cardinals had to say goodbye to beloved Colton Wong. It's been I a was great, nearly brought to tears. Been a great run. Hope the best for that guy for sure. Um, but yeah, go ahead and follow Jackson uh, on social media at Jackson Graves underscore. You can follow me. Uh, you can follow the Phases Take podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Phases Take. You can follow me on Instagram uh, at Jake Fazy. And unless you have something else to say, I think that's about all we got. I do not, but I am going to do this week's um, outro a little bit better than last week. Okay, kind of messed it up. Don't mess up the name. Cut it out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get this right. I should I should I write it down first? All right. Go go ahead. Go ahead and take some time to gather your thoughts. <sighs> Gather, take a deep breath, maybe say your ABCs forward and backwards and hit me. Jake, we don't we don't have time for that. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wing it. Alright, ready? I'm ready. This has been Who You Got with Jackson and Jake. Let's go. I got it right. Let's go.